2: Well, I don't know. Everyone has a podcast now. Well, not really. What is true is that, according to Nielsen
3: statistics, 55% of the U.S. population, that's over 155 million people, have listened to a podcast, and 24% of the population,
2: that's 68 million people, listen to podcasts weekly. And these numbers continue to trend upward. What's also true is that over 75% of all podcasts fade away after the first few episodes. It could be for a variety of reasons, lack of strong concept, poor production value, people not realizing how much time needs to be dedicated to it, or simply just not knowing how to get the word out about podcasts. That's where WeKnowPodcasting.com comes in. At WeKnowPodcasting.com, we have a combined 25 years of podcast experience, and we can help you achieve your podcasting goals. Whether you need help starting a new podcast or want to take your currently active podcast to the next level,
3: we got you. From consultations to concept development, from theme music to editing, promotion, animation, graphics, you name it, and we're here to help. Don't
2: become another failed podcast statistic. Let us guide you and help your show become a success. Check out the website at weknowpodcasting.com. And even if you're on the fence, don't hesitate to reach out. We're friendly guys, we're passionate about pods, and we're here to help. Dylan. What's <laughs> Matt? So this was really when we came up with the idea that we were going to do Musical Month. Yeah. This was one that you brought up pretty much instantaneously. You're like, we got to talk about this.
3: Yeah. So Anna and the Apocalypse, it came across my radar a couple years back. I knew it was making the rounds at like Fantastic Fest and the different festival circuits. Actually, it really came into mind when Chris Tansky of Fright Rags was posting about it on Facebook like last year. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check this out. It hit Amazon Prime, and finally I sat down and watched it. And I knew that since I was getting back on stage and I I think we just started talking musicals. You were like, well, let's let's do that. Let's do musical like a musical month. And I'm like, out of the apocalypse, number one. But Matt Kelly always needing his physical media. Every week was like, we can't do it yet. The DVD has not come in. I had
2: already seen it. Yes. And I knew that I wanted it in my collection. Okay. So it was like, I'm not going to spend $4 to rent this on Amazon when I know that I want it in my DVD collection. And I can buy the Blu-ray for eight. Yeah. So I was like, let me order this Blu-ray. Then there was the existential crisis of being terrified that I had accidentally ordered a Region 2 DVD <laughs> because that's already happened to me once this year. So I was like... Oh god, oh god. Like up until last night putting it into the Blu-ray player, I was like, please, 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 please. You know,
3: it's please, it's please, pretty mind blowing to me that as honestly both of us, as physical media whores as we are, we don't own region free Blu ray players. <laughs> yeah. I mean they
2: they're not easy to come by still, like well, at this point, Blu-ray players in general are becoming less easy to come uh, yeah, buy as exactly. everyone's becoming a streaming whore. But, but funny enough, but- I did
3: something very similar this morning when I sat down to watch it and realized it wasn't on Amazon Prime anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, well, I can rent it for $5 or just have it on Amazon forever for 10 So I yeah. also ended up buying... It Digitally and knowing me I'll end up Buying a physical copy of it exactly. so If one of us is the smarter one It is you because I will hey, be Di- Double dipping <laughs> Hey Dylan yeah. you, you know what's another name That they
2: could have given this musical Oh my god go for it Dead Evan Hansen.
3: <laughs> Dead Evan Hansen. Oh my God, dude. This is in that
2: vein of, if you've heard the music of Dear Evan Hansen, if you've heard the music of like High School Musical, the musical, the series, if you've heard the music of Be More Chill, there's definitely a uh, a, a push in modern musicals now that's almost more of a pop sensibility yeah. tied to the songs. And I feel like Dear Evan Hansen was definitely on the forefront of that becoming a very big mainstream Movement in in musicals yeah. and in the apocalypse, no different. These are very pop sense songs. Here's
3: my hot take. Okay, yes, you texted me. You said I have a hot take incoming, and all right, I've, I've put been ready on for it. put on those
2: oven mittens. Here, Here it comes. I think that this movie's great until it becomes a zombie movie. One
3: hundred percent. And I texted you that same thing as I was watching it. I said, "Is I think your hot take is going to be very similar to." My hot take for Sleepaway Camp, where my feelings on Sleepaway Camp is that if you take out all the horror aspects, that's still a great summer camp movie. And you yeah. know what? I am one hundred percent with you. Even the songs are better before we get to that's, the
2: zombies. Well, and and that I think is the problem because, like, especially we got to talk about the first two songs, Breakaway and Hollywood oh, Ending. My God, amazing, dude! They give me chills. Yeah, they're real. Breakaway is an incredible song. Yeah, but like my problem, and and I think the last song that I truly love. Yeah, and I don't know if this is the name of the song or not, but Brand New Day, which is the it's very of it's a Shaun of the Dead type scene where she's singing while just like mayhem is happening behind her, but she yeah. doesn't realize it's happened yet. And and I think what my problem is is that like these are just good songs Mm -hmm. and then the zombie stuff happens and it feels like they have to keep bringing up that zombies are around during so many of the songs that I'm like, yeah, these suddenly become dated. Like, you know what I mean? Like what I like about dear Evan Hansen is that I don't have to be watching dear Evan Hansen to enjoy waving out the window or you will be found. Exactly, And like, I don't have to remember what Anna and the apocalypse is about to enjoy breakaway and hollywood ending and and those songs but then you get to like the zombie slayer songs or like all these other songs where it's like man it's really shoving it in my face right now that this is from a zombie (laughs) movie
3: like (laughs) i mean i I, i'm with you 100 because i think those first two songs and again i'm gonna have people disagree with me because i always do this are songs that will end up on my Christmas playlist even though they have nothing to do with Christmas but because it relates to the movie that's set during the time. But everything else, I'm with you, I can't listen to outside of the, the movie itself. The context of the movie. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, and I'll tell you my least favorite song, I think, is actually the, the principal song, Nothing's Gonna Stop Me. It's just, it's not even that good of a song. No, it's not. The performance isn't that good. And I like, like, there's stuff that I like. And here's... The The other element of it is also just like, as I'm sure you have, as I'm sure, I mean, not even just horror fans, everybody, You're just I'm burnt so out. Burnt, out, yep. burnt out on zombies. Yeah. I just, I'm so over them. And, and I mean, this was fun. Like, I would put this as one of the better zombie movies in the last few years. I remember the first time I watched it, I was just like, this is great. And yeah. I loved it. Like, unconditionally, which is why I was like, I need this in my DVD collection for sure. This is a blast. And we will see, because I'll probably rewatch it this December in my, like, Christmas watch. And maybe I'll hit a middle ground. But it definitely went from, like, this movie's great to, like, man, those first 20 minutes are good. So, like, I'm hoping that I'll find, like, a happy medium where it's
3: like, yeah, this is fun. See, I was (laughs) kind of the opposite when I first watched it. I wanted to like it so bad, but didn't mm-hmm. where, which is so funny. Cause I was the one that was like, we need to watch this, but I remember loving the first 20 minutes yeah. and rewatching it this time. It was no exception. I absolutely adore the first 20 minutes, but I still have an appreciation for the rest of the movie because I get those first 20 minutes where the first time I watched it, I was like, all right, this is kind of dog shit after yeah. after the talent show, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> but but after re-watching it this morning, i I totally get it. I can see myself growing as a person because the first time I watched it, I was like very much like, well, Anna, go go be with with what's his face? Screw, Nick, he's the worst. And this time I'm like, Eh, like I mean, Nick sucks, yeah, but I mean, just because the best friend has such a crush on Anna doesn't mean that Anna needs to be with him. I remember both times
2: watching this, thinking that Anna was just gonna fall for the girl.
0: Ooh, that would've been good. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan.
2: We're here to
3: entertain you. We'll sing your songs.
1: Hey there.
3: Can I also state that Anna is the, my least favorite character <laughs> kind of. In I, I could see that, but I will. So here's, we'll, we'll throw a couple
2: more compliments. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I do think that they did a good job of making some likable high school kids yeah. in this movie. Um, cause I do like the cast of main characters. Yes. Like even when I'm like eh, about the movie, I'm still watching it cause I'm enjoying their characters and their interactions. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to last week's episode about crazy ex-girlfriend, I think that this one actually does a good job of landing the parental divide storyline sure. in a in a good emotional resolution. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when she like tearfully is just like, well, they're probably working on an antidote. And he's just like, it's too late. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it happens to be like, it's like, oh, oh, this girl's already lost her mom. There yeah. are parts that definitely work, but it is that first 20 minutes. You're just like, fuck yes, this movie is beating yeah, my expectations. Dude. And then you're like, okay, this is about my we, expectations. Okay, so let's
3: just talk about like the first few parts of this. We've got uh, Breakaway, Hollywood yes. ending. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't talked about when we get to the talent show and we get the fish rap.
2: Yes, oh, those two dudes dressed as penguins yeah. just spitting
3: about how they do it for the hell of it. Oh my God. <laughs> and then MVP of the movie to me. Marley Sue, I think that's how you pronounce her name, as Lisa getting up there and singing, It's that time of year, freaking everyone yeah. out, because all she wants for Christmas is to get laid. Yeah. And it's absolutely incredible. And who
2: can't relate? Um <laughs> So Dylan, I want to throw so so here's a fun fact. Anna in the Apocalypse okay. was was something that I watched this week. It's the only thing I watched this week that was not ALF reruns. For the Geekscape YouTube channel, go and uh, subscribe youtube.com backslash Geekscape TV. Uh, I'm working on a script of the history of ALF. So I've been watching all four seasons, which I own on DVD, because of course I do, of <laughs> of ALF, and just kind of taking little notes on the character. And right before Anna and the Apocalypse, I watched the ALF Christmas special. Okay. We're going to talk about this one of these I'm days sure on this will. show, and
3: I'm excited for it. It is the
2: strangest, arguably most depressing special I've ever seen. You remember how you were like, "Yo, Emmett Otter is just a depressing Christmas <laughs> special?" <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you just a little bit about what happens in the Alf Christmas special yeah. so the Alf Christmas special Alf somehow finds his way into a children's hospital where a little girl mistakes Alf as a doll that Santa has left her. And he discovers that this little girl has leukemia and is going to die by the end of the year. So he decides to try to make sure that she has the best final Christmas ever. And then also, while while that depressing side subplot is happening, he also finds out that the guy coming to the hospital playing Santa lost his wife earlier that year and has every intention of killing himself at the end of the night. It is the most depressing thing I've ever Holy watched in my entire shit, life, Still, it- dude. So what I'm saying is that when Breakaway started playing, <laughs> it was a it was a welcome breakaway yeah. from where my emotional state was at that exact it moment. It was
3: a kick in the pants in terms yeah, of Yeah, no, positivity. I wanted that Hollywood
2: ending like
3: <laughs> <laughs> we don't really Get it. I mean, we kind of get it, I guess, in this movie. I mean,
2: they very they very softly sing it towards the end. Like <laughs> it gets its reprise. They do. And in the apocalypse, I do think follows like the traditional musical standpoint of it does have its reprises. It does have the I want song. It has like all of those beats that have always been in musicals and then like really got co-opted hardcore into like the Disney musical. Yeah. Um so now like I think a lot of modern musicals try to push against that structure a little bit more yeah and this is like that nice blend of it does have the modern pop musical sensibilities but it i think it still follows the traditional musical structure of really
3: using the songs to highlight aspects of the characters uh in interesting ways yeah i mean sometimes you don't need to subvert expectations sometimes the best move you can make is doing what's expected and and i think especially with the music that's what they did here i do like the fact that i don't know if you're familiar with like the dead rising games i'm familiar with them but i obviously
2: haven't played them cuz i haven't played a video <laughs> game that isn't in 16 bit in a very long time
3: the fact that like the principal almost became like a final boss type character like and and kind of became almost more of the forefront at the end than the zombies themselves. It it really reminded me of that. I don't like the principal at all in this and not in the sense of like, like you're not supposed to like him, but yeah,
2: yeah. but like in the sense of like his character and motivations never make any fucking sense. They don't. They really don't. (laughs) I, I just
3: specifically like that ending portion. Now I also have problems with it. Anna's father is fighting the principal and the principal gets real close to fucking cutting her father's throat. And Anna's just standing there with a giant fucking candy cane going, uh, dad, instead of, you know, beating the shit out of the principal (laughs) or anything else that could be happening.
2: So the principal reminds me in this of a similar concept, but much better execution. Have you ever watched Todd in the Book of Evil? Yeah, you know what I mean. He reminds yeah. me of, but at least that character has like a whole backstory yeah. of like was raised by Satanists, yeah, and like his whole life is trying to like has been waiting for this moment for this for this Book of Evil to reveal itself. Dude, are we, I need to watch Has been ingrained that. in him. Is there dude? That show. Do think there a, there's two mus- there's two musical episodes, but I don't know if there's a Christmas episode. Oh,
3: or I'm gonna find. But out we can find out. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got
2: the DVDs, so I'll rewatch those. I know what it, it does have. Jason Mewes in every episode it as does. the school janitor. It has
3: Jason Mewes and and every, I am an unapologetic Kevin Smith fan, but you know sometimes when Jason Mewes doesn't have Kevin around to kind of rein him in, he's not the best. But this is good. This is
2: good, Jason. <laughs> yeah, Mews. yeah. For the he for knows the how most to deliver
3: his, his lines. He does it all right. He does. I mean,
2: final thoughts on Anna and the Apocalypse. Dead Evan Hansen. I I think that. I'll rewatch it this October or this December. This is probably like a good like November first, November second yeah. one. Honestly, it like bridges that gap really well. But you know, I I definitely I I felt my my love of it dip a little bit, and I'm hoping that maybe it'll pop up and kind of find like a nice middle ground plateau on a third viewing. Yeah,
3: I can't disagree that the Anna and the Apocalypse is a fantastic thirty minute watch. Um, yeah. and then. I, I always find myself, or I had the last two times, once the zombies come out, I find myself on my phone and, and it kind of taking place in the background because those yeah. first 30 minutes when we get as like all the way up to the talent show and them working at the bowling alley at the first point, all of that I think is great. The music is great. And everything after that is not bad, but it's just, it's mediocre. It's very mediocre. And it's
2: also, I mean, the other thing that's worth noting uh, because we are a Christmas podcast is that the the Christmas stuff really is just like, in the background yeah like it's not much of a christmas movie so if you're sitting there like man they've been talking about this musical a lot which is great (laughs) for musical month but like how did this count as a christmas 365 it it does take place at christmas yeah it takes
3: place at christmas time um the talent show like i said is all christmas based there's an amazing christmas song by the character uh lisa and like I think the character John, Anna's best friend, wears the same Christmas sweater for three days straight, which I don't understand. Get a new sweater. But for the most part, there's not a lot of Christmas in this. But if you take the horror zombie elements out of it, I felt like we could have gotten a lot more Christmas, a lot more musical. And I think this would be just as loved by both of us as Let It Snow. Because like those no, those, those opening portions and the character interactions remind me of that, and I'm like, this would be great yeah. if we just didn't do the whole zombie thing. But to be completely honest, I can't guarantee I would have watched this originally without the zombie without the element. zombie yeah. element. I mean, yeah,
2: deep down we wanted to let it snow, and instead we we got to let it know. <laughs> You're just, I'm on a whole new are, level today. You
3: are, dude. You are leveling up with puns today. I love it. Merry Christmas, Dylan. Merry Christmas, Matt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs.
1: Hey there.